our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Welcome to today's show. Today we are going to talk about one of the greats um, of all time, I think. A, a definite goat. Yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely a goat. Um, today we're talking about Michael Jordan himself. Uh, probably the best the NBA has ever seen. I'm not what a huge says. fan of the NBA, NBA, so this is just kind of my guessing, but it seems like I'm probably not too far off from the truth on that. No, I think you're pretty much right on that one. Yeah, you're dead on yeah. that. He's just so on a statue, too. He's a Mount Rushmore guy. Oh, yeah. He's on everybody's yeah. Mount Rushmore list of the For NBA. Sure. Yeah. Everybody's. The NBA has a Mount Rushmore list. This is like news to me. It's It's all you know, personal stuff, whoever you'd put on your Mount Rushmore of the four greatest NBA players of all time. And you can do that with anything. You can do it with boxing. You can do it with TV shows. You can do it with actors, actresses, whatever. Yeah. Else. You can, you know, this basically it comes everything. down to your four best. Yeah. Wow. I'd never heard that before. Really? Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah. It's, people started doing that in the past few years, maybe. <laughs> the NBA changed a lot in the eighties. Cause it, that league, if, not a lot of people remember this, but that league was kind of in trouble back in the 70s. Yeah, they were. When, they really yeah. were. With TV ratings and everything were just plummeting. They, they taped the finals game sometimes and showed yeah. them at a late hour. They'd replay it, yeah. Yeah. You think really? about that now, how pissed off people would be if yes. they said they were going to air something after it was taking place. You'd have people flipping out. And there was interesting. there was a lot of drugs in the league and everything, you know, and yeah. Oh yeah. Um, initially, I think Magic Johnson and Larry Bird kind of started changing that when they came into the league in '79. I think it was. Yep, '79. That's when they started really changing up the whole thing, uh, and then Jordan came along in '84. But yeah, they had already started changing it. And you're right; they were in trouble. I mean, rating, ratings were not good for those games. You take just like a regular, regular, you know, NBA game from back in the, I don't know, mid to late seventies. It weren't, it wasn't good stuff. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I didn't really, I mean, I'm not a fan of basketball by any means. So um, I, I find it interesting that I guess there was a time in history when it wasn't as, as it popular is now. as it now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, you hear cause... about yeah Larry Bird and um, magic magic. Sure. And, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's created legends um, during those years, but yeah, I guess. Well, it's like, it's those superstars, right? Because what, didn't Dr. J have a lot to do with um, Absolutely. Too? Yeah, definitely. I would say after you mentioned Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, you probably go on to Dr. J for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kareem. Yeah. yeah. It's just mm-hmm. bonafide yeah. superstars and, you know, yeah, best in the best in the best of their times for sure. You're a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> Seen an airplane. That's great. Uh, He's still got his Lakers uniform under the co-pilot's <laughs> uniform. That's right. Or, that's awesome. Um, well, yeah, because Mike, uh, let's see, he uh, played his college ball there at North Carolina. Yeah. And it was. it's kind of funny looking back on, I didn't know this until I saw this stuff on The Last Dance, but... Um, people knew the guy, the kid was phenomenal. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. They didn't know quite the quite, level, quite the level because he played in such a, uh, I don't know. What would you call it? Like a structured, it was a system at yeah, North Carolina. Was yeah. Scoring 30 a game. Yeah. It didn't matter who you were. No one was going to be scoring 30 a game for the North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah. It just wasn't set up that way. Because they weren't going to get enough time on the court or what? They just didn't want it being one guy. Or, you know, they wanted to be more team-oriented. Yep. that's Their, so their coach was just one guy play. taking all the shots. Their coach was all about team basketball. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dean Smith preached, you know, team basketball, structured offense, no one guy 
you know, take, taking us to the big dance or whatever. Uh, and that's the way they played. You know, it's um, not like you couldn't tell that Jordan was a phenomenal player when he was there. Right. You could tell he was a great athlete and that he had great potential, but yeah, you, there was no way anyone could have predicted that. And certainly the Portland Trailblazers were off that day when uh, they, they tried to make the number two pick in the NBA draft in 84. They picked uh, the great Sam Bowie. <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, the common household name. Common household name, Sam Bowie. Yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon went number one in the draft, and then Sam Bowie was taken at number two, and then number three went to the Bulls, and the Bulls took Jordan. Crazy when you look back on it, just nuts. It's the the Hakeem yeah. thing. I get because yeah, it was oh like, sure. Back then, you wanted a big time center, which is exactly what they got with Hakeem. But then with the number two pick, they were, the, that team was also looking for a big center. Right, right. But, you know, unfortunately. They, and they could have taken Jordan right there. Mm-hmm. And what, what position did Jordan play? He was guard, shooting guard. Okay. Yeah, it, what was Jordan like 6'6", six, six, and six, like six. your typical center, I guess, was yeah, what, yeah. like, I don't know, 6'10", or something six, like 10, that. 6'11", yeah. sure. Wow. So he was a bit short. Yeah, for, uh, if you compare him to centers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all relative, I suppose. He's kind of lacking in the height department. Exactly. And, and well, and back then, I mean, and even still, teams are always looking for the next sensational big guy. You know, someone who's going to yeah. play power forward or center and he can be dominant, you know, and that's what they were looking for. So they, they thought they had that maybe in Sam Bowie, Portland did, and ended up taking the guy and it just didn't work out. And Jordan <laughs> ended up really, really working out for the Bulls. Just one of those weird things. He did some good stuff in the Olympics, too, I think, that year, if I remember, yeah. like, 84. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what year did he graduate, I, I guess, stop playing? He left 84 and declared eligible for the NBA 84 draft. So he sp okay. spent his junior year as his last one as a North Carolina Tar Heel. Okay. Well, I know that he did um, in 1983, and I was just trying to figure if he was still playing college at this time or if he was – in between or moving on to professional, but he did play um, in the 1983 Pan American Games, and he did end up winning a gold medal. Yep, he sure did, and that was an in between. That. You're right. Uh huh. Yeah. And then the Olympics came. Um, that first Olympics came the next year. Right. Um, in '84. Bada bing. Yep. Where the yeah. NBA in '84? Yeah. Yep. And so it Pan didn't Am take games. long for him to blow up. Pan Am Games. That's like the Golden Globes. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the Olympics, uh, you know, Oscar. Didn't take long okay. once he started in 84, by the way, for him to just blow up celebrity-wise. It didn't yeah. take long at all. Because yeah. He's a good-looking guy. He's got a great smile. He's very articulate. He's a very smart guy. Uh, ridiculously competitive. Uh, um, just really good around uh, on the camera, I think. You know, Craig, wouldn't you agree that uh, – you know, him being just really good on the camera helped him a lot. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just his ability. There was yeah. there was definitely charisma there, too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's got charisma. Yeah, I mean, he had the complete package charismatically. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in the I same. Mean, it, yeah. And then it started out with Coke, and then all of a sudden it was, you know, McDonald's, and it was, good Lord, it was every product imaginable after a while. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he, was, he was all over the fucking place he was, as far as TV went. I, I used to refer to him as being an endorsement whore. That was what, <laughs> oh, yeah. was. That was what I, I called him. I think he him. had, like, a, uh, he had, like, um, I don't know, um, one of the most endorsed, uh, celebrity endorsements. Um, he had most, uh, what am I trying to say? He had more <laughs> than most celebrities. Oh, I guess for sure. Well, yeah. He did batteries. Yeah. What, what were the batteries that he sold? Uh, was it, was uh, it, um, ever ready? Ever ready? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Well, and I think, you know, that charisma and endorsements are kind of how it penetrates into the world. Everybody, regardless if they watched a single minute of basketball, was immersed in Jordan. Right. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Ultra. Because you just couldn't yeah, he, see I mean, there's no way you could escape seeing him. He was The guy was on every other commercial on TV when you were watching yeah. something. Yeah, he had, he had Nike. And then um, the one that I, for some reason, remember the most for him, and it came later, um, and his career is the Hanes. Oh God, um, yeah, right. the face of Hanes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the tagless T-shirts and stuff like right. that that he'd be going on about. Yeah. 
the yep. face of underpants. He, absolutely, right. he was the face of underpants for sure. He still does commercials for Hanes. Yeah, I mean, there was a while he was he was making r ridiculous amounts of money just doing endorsements. Oh my god, yeah, more more so than his basketball salary was paying him. Uh, yet Ultra Star hair products. <laughs> of course, what? Hey, bugs. <laughs> Wheaties. Don't forget Wheaties. Oh yeah, you, get, <laughs> you better eat your Wheaties. Gatorade. Oh, you can't God, forget yeah, Gatorade. Like Mike. Oh, to be like Mike. I mean, he was the face of Gatorade for a while. I mean, it's just ridiculous. McDonald's. I think we did. We cover McDonald's already. Yep. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was probably a couple of others too <laughs> that were not. Oh, there were. Like, it was just crazy, man. It was nuts. I mean, companies, you know, brought him along because he was going to make them money, and it always worked out. Yeah. Well, then you've got you know Nike and the Air Jordans. Sure. Um, it doesn't really get any more um, intense than that, as far no, as endorsements. You got your own damn shoe, and yeah, that kind of that. that... <laughs> That was a hard time in America, man, because you got, well, Spike Lee directed and starred in the commercials yeah. um, for Air Jordan. So, you know, you've got some other celebrity cred um, uh, going on or street cred going on with um, your commercials for these stupid shoes anyway. But then you've got people mugging people for shoes on the street. Oh, yeah. It's happening all the time. Those people that got killed. Air yeah. People yeah, getting killed for their Jordans. Yes, it's insane. Look. And it's like, well, I, I gotta look up. I, how much do you know? How much they were? Oh Christ! People were paying thousands for some of those shoes. But I mean, on, on the retail, just, yeah, just nuts. Retail, they were like, what were they? A hundred and ten, probably a hundred like that. Yeah, maybe a hundred, two hundred bucks, something like that. And and this is this is late eighties money here. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because uh, I remember when the pump by Reebok came out, they were even more expensive than Jordans. And they were, oh God, what were they, like 150 or 160 Something like bucks. that, yeah, yeah. And it, oh, I, don't think, I don't think Nike ever saw it going this way, though. I don't think they could have ever predicted yeah. it going this far south. Um, well, no, one would have, no one would have ever thought it was going to go from Nike to fucking New Jack City, man. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, I know. So here, no, they weren't even, they weren't even that <clears throat> expensive. They were, in 1985, the original retail price was 65 bucks. God, yeah, my shoes. Don't Jordan. kill me over these. That was have my shoes. <laughs> That was Jeez. that was before they really took off. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. imagine. Yeah, but oh my god. By like by like 1988, by the late 80s, they really took off, and they 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 got to the point where they they were over a hundred bucks a pair at that point. And even still, you you you're getting so silly when you're talking about a life for some shoes. Okay. And yeah. What, what, what did the Sports Illustrated say? Uh your sneakers or your life. That right, was right. Right. That was in so 1990. My That's my choice. The first Air Jordans were 65, and then they had the Air Jordan twos in '86 that were $100 for a pair. Yeah, that's a lot back then. I mean, that it really yeah. is. That's a lot of money. Well, and Reebok pumps, you know, they're full of technology. They've got that pump system. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was just on the on the name. Well, you pump it, that, it makes it tighter around your, around your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they oh, weigh like ten pounds a piece. Ugh, those those shoes were so stupid. Oh, mm -hmm. I, thought, I thought so too. I mean, I was at the time. What you said they were most popular in the late '80s, so I would have been 16, 17. I knew my mom was not going to buy me fucking Jordans. <laughs> no. It just wasn't going to happen. So I didn't have to worry about anybody shooting me for my sixty-five dollars shoes. Yeah, that's insane. It is I mean, insane. A hundred dollars, a hundred dollars now. Well. My my youngest has a size 15, 16 foot. So I'm used to having to shell out a hundred dollars a go. Oh, sure. Yeah. Use for him. But I mean, back in 86, yeah, I can see that's probably the equivalent of a good 250. Maybe, maybe the price of the Yeezys. Yeah. <laughs> what those are going for now. <laughs> those ridiculous, ugly, ugly. Ugliest fucking shoes I've ever seen in my well, what entire What a bizarre life. feeling it must have been to have a gun pointed at your head and then you're like, oh, is this about my shoes? Is this about my what now? Right. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But at that price, I suppose nobody who had them didn't beg for them. It was like that or an NES. True. Yeah. 
Or I wonder if it maybe was that they turned out to be more popular than they thought and they didn't make enough. That could be it. That could definitely maybe be Maybe there it. was a, a shortage of stock. Yeah. Been a shoe shortage. <laughs> Gotta have them. Yeah. So you had the, you had the shoes there and uh, the other products that he hawked and all that. And he, he was on, uh, he ended up in a video game. Uh, you had Jordan versus bird. Yep. And McDonald's commercials. Originally, the computer game was uh, one-on-one. It was Larry Bird versus Dr. J. I believe it was a computer game originally. Oh, wow. Yep. Hmm. And then that's cool. Then when Jordan came along and became really popular, then then it became Jordan versus Bird. And those were great commercials. Those were fun. How do you guys remember viewing Jordan? Because I remember basing it on commercials and post-game interviews thinking, boy, he's the nicest guy. He's the coolest guy in the world. And it took me a long time to realize Mike was kind of an ass. Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Mike's kind of a dick. Uh, and if you watch The Last Dance, you see it, man. He and was uh, competitive absolutely. edge, you know, way past, you know, any norm and, there. And uh, think just about crazy. That documentary went through the Jordan filter, too. Sure. And that's what I I was reading that um, I haven't seen it, um, but I read that Michael had a lot to do with its delay and release. I thought the same thing, yeah. Yeah, that it was delayed for years um, because of Mike um, not wanting it. (laughs) Not wanting it to be released, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Well, he always used to be so cognizant about not cussing ever around a live mic and stuff like that. So you never heard Michael Jordan even using profanity. Hmm. So after a while, you're like, God, this guy's just, he's like a perfect human. He's just, I know. you know, really, it's just amazing. You know, how was he like this? And then you watch The Last Dance, you're like, oh, okay. Now let's make a little yeah. more sense. <laughs> he said, after <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. He's, he's an abusive dick to his teammates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, he has a gambling problem. Hated playing yeah. with him. There's people wow. hated playing with him. He, yeah, playing with him. He punched his teammate out in practice for making a mistake once. Yeah, he punched yeah. punched little Steve what? Kerr. Oh my God! Yeah, little Steve Kerr, who's now a head coach for the Golden State Warriors. But yeah, back then he was Jordan's teammate, and he yeah, during practice one day Jordan went off on him and ended up punching him in the in the face. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it's a great documentary. I mean, but that really was all is. that was all totally invisible at the time. It is just this like sweet. Charming. He's synonymous with basketball. He's right. just like the poster. Yeah. I hate to bring I hate to bring up juice ever, but I'm gonna bring up juice. Juice <laughs> was kind of the same thing for me. OJ Simpson for me, I thought the guy was just perfect because oh, yeah. the media media made him out to look yeah. like a perfect guy. And it was years and years and years later to where you're like, wait a minute, OJ's not a nice guy. Holy shit, listen to this 911 call from Nicole. Yeah. And it starts really opening up your eyes. That's wild stuff. I remember when the white Bronco chase was going on with OJ. Yeah, I, and I heard oh, about God, it. I know. And I'm I was like, like OJ from Naked no. Gun. I was like, <laughs> OJ, OJ didn't kill anybody, man. That's OJ. Come on. Hey, let him go. Nordberg, right. Naked Gun. Leave, Leave him, him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> Hope they know that's the juice. <laughs> it's just funny, you know, because you think you know someone based on yeah. their celebrity image, and you don't. You don't know a thing. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That dude fell on that knife. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the gloves didn't fit, though. Right. right. Oh, think, oh um, God. That that could that that whole thing. Okay, let me just yeah, we're spiraling out. <laughs> yeah, but he he was wearing a rubber glove and trying to put on a leather glove. Right. Yes. You know, of, of course he's not going to be able to get it on. It's like what the hell. And there was yeah, a chemical on them that might have shrunk them a little bit too. It was a scene. Well, it was just a farce. It was a yeah. fucking circus. But back to Jordan. Yes. Um, the I thought Jordan was a perfect guy, man. I thought he was just an amazing human being. And, and then you hear about adultery, and then he's getting a divorce, and then you hear about him punching Steve Kerr at practice, and him being an asshole to his teammates, and a bully, and you're like, wow, you really started getting a feel for maybe why he was on the level that he was. Because you got to be kind of crazy to be on that level. Oh, dude, yeah. he's he's off, man. I've said this Completely. for a number of years. It's like, yeah, he's he's just a different dude. 
Yeah, he really is. He's like, a very different kind of person. He's competitive to the point of it almost being like a sickness almost. Yeah, it's a, it becomes a detriment. Yeah. Well, and the fun meme that comes out of The Last Dance is that, uh, and I took that personally. Like, he's taking everything personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, his Hall of Fame speech. His Hall of Fame speech. When he got he into starts the talking NBA trash Hall of Fame. in his Hall of Fame speech. He's, he's basically talking about everybody that ever, like, slighted him in the in the littlest, littlest way. Like, oh, yeah. Like, all right. He's basically just standing up at the podium going, all right, first off, fuck you, and fuck yep, yep. you, and fuck you. It's like, That's, what? Right. That's exactly what I took from it, too. It's like, dude, Man. the race is over, man. Take the uniform off. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, and he's up there at, you know, God, age 50 at this point in his Hall of Fame speech, and he's talking about how he used to beat this guy or beat this guy one-on-one and how he was better than this guy. And this guy couldn't <laughs> guard him. And I'm like, he's trash talking. He's up there at his Hall of Fame speech doing trash talk. This is insane. It's like somebody stop him. He thought it was a roast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Right. He thought it was a roast, exactly. I know, like you, it's like like the guy who's had too much to drink at the at the wedding toast, and he's up there blabbering. It's just, oh god, somebody take the microphone away from him, you know? And you got everybody looking at each other, exchanging glances, <laughs> wondering when it's going to stop. Uncle Mike's had a few too many. He's had, Uncle Mike's had too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last dance was great. For anyone who has not seen it, Rusty, I know you have seen it, and Craig, I know you've seen it. Andrew, if you yeah. haven't seen it, it's really. It, even if you're not a basketball fan or even even if you hate fucking sports, it, it's so well made and so well done. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Very and, interesting and, stuff. And and where would I see that? Um, It's on Netflix now. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Uh-huh. Okay. It wasn't for a while, but it is now. Yeah. That's where I watch okay. it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. It's really well done. And and I, I – you said even if you don't like sports or don't like whatever – uh, I I could not stand Jordan. Like I, honestly, <laughs> there are a lot of people like that. Oh, I just like in the late '80s, but especially by the early '90s when he started winning titles. Yeah, then it was just like, oh my god, shut up! Like you yeah. couldn't you couldn't turn the TV on for 15 minutes without seeing him somewhere. Right, right. You know, it and was it, just, it, it got to that point. You're right. Oh, he wasn't great if you liked underdogs. <laughs> exactly. I know. Ah, see, I love Jordan. I just—I mean, I was obsessed with him. I felt like he was the greatest thing on the fucking planet. So, I mean, I was rooting for him. But I—I I, I had so many friends who absolutely loathed the guy. <laughs> just hated him. Hated seeing him. Hated hearing. Hated hearing his fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't like him, man. Then there was Space Ru- Jam. Yeah. Oh God, in Space Jam. Yeah. He was his celebrity status was blown up at that point when he was doing Space Jam. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, now he's with fucking Looney Tunes. I mean, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> right. He's he's as big as Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And then he did the Michael yeah. Jackson video. Which one? Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. It was a song in Jam, called Jam, Space Jam. And he did a video. Oh. It's got Michael Jordan dancing besides Michael Jackson. And it is some of the most awkward bullshit you'll ever watch in your <laughs> life. It's not good. Uh-huh. It's like, I got it. You're great at basketball. <laughs> Stick to hoops, man. Play some baseball, whatever you want to do, but please don't dance again. It's not <laughs> good. Yeah, it's not good stuff. I can't picture him dancing. No. Oh, God, it's yeah, bad. Look yeah. That up. yeah, I've never seen Space Jam. It's pretty good. It's in not bad. Spite, well, in spite of having a, a child at that age, and yeah. I think uh, he's seen it, I'm sure, and I think we had it on videotape, but I, I never watched that. I felt baffled by it. I just was very confused. Yeah, the whole story. Yeah, that's kind of my, you know, okay, well, I, I hear this, the plot somewhat, and I'm like, what? Yeah. And not only that, but they're coming out with a, a, a sequel. Right, with LeBron. Is that who that is? Yep, on LeBron there? I just thought, I saw a trailer for it last week. Yeah, the trailer weekend. has been released officially now. Yep. It wow. did add the it did add the uh, sexy female rabbit to the Looney Tunes canon. That's true. That's right. <laughs> Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Is that the whole? No, that's that's you know, Ro- that was Roger Dame Rabbit. Jessica right? Rabbit. Yeah, that's um, Roger Rabbit. That's Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. That's right. That's right. That's right. Jessica. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought the Looney Tunes mixed up here. I can't remember. I thought her her name. her name was Babs, wasn't it? it is. Or is that just it's Tiny Babs. Tunes? Oh wait a minute. 
Is it bad? Hold on. Now we're talking cartoon gals. <laughs> I love this. Babs and Tiny Toon. I know that Lola was her Lola. name. Lola. 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 Thank you. Yes, Lola, that's it. Lola. Lola. That's Lola for sure. So it contributed to the canon. Oh, big yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, it did. Well, you know, he was on Saturday Night Live. He had the commercials going. Then all of a sudden Space Jam comes out. You, you know, you see him dancing with Michael Jackson, unfortunately. I mean, just he was just... You know, so big at that I, point, so big. I still Even before remember, the titles started coming in. I still remember when he was on Saturday Night Live with Stuart Smalley. Stuart Smalley. That yeah. was so great. You, yeah. Sometimes, Michael, you probably don't feel like you're good enough. Like you just don't measure up. You know, uh, well, not really. Uh, not really. And they, then he's got he's got Mike sitting and looking at himself in the mirror and giving him giving him reassurance, reassurance to him reaffirmations. Yeah. I don't have to dribble the ball bath or or put the ball into the basket. And Jordan Al Franken is so great. Jordan is you can tell he's he's chewing on the inside of his mouth to to keep from laughing at this point because he's yeah, looking yeah. at himself with Franken right over his shoulder. Right, right. Saying he's good enough, he's smart enough, and god darn it, people like people him. Like yeah, people like him. That was great. So the last dance, I, I, I wasn't aware at the time of the gambling stuff. Yeah. But I it guess seemed like he, he was, gambles. He was, he was seen um, in Atlantic City, I think. I'm not sure what game it was, but uh, placing a bet or something like that on, on one of his games. Yeah, that was during the NBA Finals. Uh, or no, it was the that Conference that Finals was? against the New York Knicks, I think, actually. I think it was the okay. Eastern Conference Finals and ended it. It became a big story. Mike was seen out gambling at like one in the morning or some shit. Um, and, and yeah, there were some accusations he had gambled on one of his own games or something. And, and then all of a sudden the gambling allegations just came out all over the place. Yeah. Crazy. Was that like, and he, I guess, and he clearly has a gambling issue. I mean, there's yeah. no question yeah. about it. You watch the last dance. You can tell he's got a, he has a, a bit of a gambling problem. But at the time was, I guess I'm just wondering what the reaction was to that at the time, because they show in the last dance, like doing interviews of himself, of him defending himself about it. Yeah. Did that change the way people viewed him at the time? I think it did, because I think Jordan, all he had to do was come out and say, you know, I have a gambling problem and people were going to buy it. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. It wasn't, sure. what, we didn't have the idea. It wasn't like, couldn't Google like shit, a, so. a Pete Rose situation going on. Exactly. It was a lifetime it was a bar. Yeah, it was a different world back then. It was just so different. Yeah. It was the pre, pre-OJ pre trial world, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> right. Because there was, when he retired there after winning the third straight title there in 93. Yeah. When he retired, there ended up getting all sorts of rumors flying around about that, too. Sure. That his dad, because remember, his dad was murdered before that. His dad was murdered. His dad pulled mm-hmm. over to take yeah. a nap in his Lexus. And you never want to pull over and take a nap in your Lexus. It's never going to work out. Um, yeah. At a rest stop. So he ended up getting killed and robbed. Yeah. Um, and then gambling allegations started swirling around that, trying to link you know, the gambling problem oh, yeah. to, you know, bad guys and Michael Jordan's dad getting killed. Yeah. Over right. his gambling debts. Yeah. So then he just had a mess. And that became but it an turns out mess. It was a couple of teens who did it though. Yeah. Yes. Just a couple of punks. Just a couple of teens. Yeah. Jacked his car. And I guess they they threw his body in a swamp and they didn't find it for over a week later. Oh right. God. Yeah, because wow. I remember the search was on for his dad for quite a while. It was, I mean, several mm-hmm. days going into it before they found him. Um, and yeah. I remember the guys after their arrests and, and maybe even post-convictions saying, well, we didn't know it was Jordan's dad. I remember right. thinking, what does that even mean? Right. <laughs> does, that mean you, does that mean if you had known, you wouldn't have done yeah. it? Well, right. I'd never, I'd never kill a celebrity's father. That's right. Exactly. Honestly, if well, we had any idea. So, I'd draw the line there, must- guys. They must not have known much about Jordan at all because apparently his dad's license plate was NCC 0024. Oh, God. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that was his dad's license plate number. Oh, geez. That was awful when that happened. It was just terrible. And then when the the gambling allegations swirled around it, it was even worse. It just, like I said, it just became a mess. Yeah. And really just negative, negative stuff. 
and he uh, retired for a little bit to play baseball then. That was weird, too. That was very yeah. strange. He said he didn't want to keep playing basketball with his dad not watching him. So he went on to do something right. he had told his dad he would do years, years and years ago as a child, I guess, which was try to play baseball at a professional level. So, so he gave it a shot and played for the White Sox uh, team, their, uh, their minor league team. The minor, yeah, yeah, minor league. Yeah, yeah, in, uh, in Arizona. He did that for a while. Craig, what are your thoughts I, on his baseball career? I just thought that was bizarre as hell. Yeah. He looked yeah. weird. He looked weird in a baseball uniform, man. Yeah. He's so, yeah. Well, he's so six, tall six. and lanky. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Standing at the plate. Yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, a sight. It, was. it just did not look right. I mean, for somebody who's not a real fan of basketball or, or whatever, you know, of athlete celebrity, but seeing him at the at the plate with the bat, just he just looked like he was like hovering over the bat. He was uh -huh. just so big. Yeah. yeah. And so lanky and it looked out of yeah. place. Yeah, between Space Jam and that, it was yeah, it was confused mostly. Yeah, like, it was confusing. <laughs> I agree. It really was. <laughs> I mean, Christ, I was, an, I was an adult by then, but I was just, like, still confused by the whole thing. I was like, wait a minute, he's going to play baseball? <laughs> yeah. Like, really? And, of course, he wasn't very good. It didn't work out. In fact, they, they were selling tickets for the game at 205, two bucks and five cents, because it was his batting average for a while. <laughs> so that's Ooh. not good. Yeah. Uh, but he did end up hitting a home run on Father's Day, and that was kind of cool. And oh. kind of rare and kind of freaky and wow, wow you know, right. that, that could only happen to Michael Jordan. You know, right. Happened. This one's it for was you, just Dad. weird. Right. Hmm. The baseball thing didn't last too long, thank God. And it came back to basketball and then won another, yeah. three, and won another three championships in a row. Yep. Well, before he retired that first time, um, he was part of, I think it should go, um, was saying that he was part of the uh, the '92 Olympic Dream Team. Oh, oh God, yeah. the, night, the Dream Team! Yeah. Oh my God, that was the first time they were allowed to use professional, professional. players. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my! And God. they were yeah. beating the living fuck out of people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would turn it on to, to to see those games, what was going on, because they and they would show them mainly, you know, in the afternoon or something. You turn it on, to, I don't know, they're playing like Lithuania or some shit, and it's like a forty <laughs> point game, and you're just like, wow, this is this is crazy. Sometimes fifty point games, sometimes sixty. It was just nuts. Yeah, yeah. Teams, teams yeah. weren't coming even close to competing. When I I remember when I heard about that. They're like, yeah, they're going to use pros. And the, I thought somebody was joking me. It was like, yeah, they're going to use professional players for the U.S. team. <laughs> it's like, dude, they're going to have like Jordan and, and Larry well, Bird and Scotty Pippen and Ewing, sure. David, David the, Robinson. The reason, the reason why they allowed that is because, like you said, Lithuania and, um, you know, Russia. I'm trying to think of the year at sure, the time. Those, the, those guys were doing it. Just post-Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, well, their Olympic teams were like their professional, their professional athletes. Teams. I mean, yeah. They didn't have like professional like NBA teams or baseball right. or right. or whatever. So they trained their entire fucking lives. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. For those games. So, I mean, prior to that, it was a very uneven um uh, you know, battlefield or, you know, very uneven fight. But I think they kind of overcompensated for that. <laughs> I think they did too, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> with the prof allowing professionals on that. But yeah, I, I can see the point, but. Yeah, I, I remember when I heard about that, I just thought, what? They're actually going to let these get, I was like, God, those other teams are going to get arse raped. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, they did. and they did, yeah. <laughs> They had one amateur on the team. Christian Leitner was Christian Leitner. He had Not just graduated from Duke. Yeah. Not a lot of playing time for Christian. <laughs> Probably not. He watched, <laughs> he, he watched quite a bit of it from his bench seat. Yeah. Right. A free trip to the Olympics. So. Right. And a free trip to the Olympics. Yeah. Not bad. And he got a medal. Whether he yeah. played or not, he got that damn medal. That's true. Well, and then there was a there was an endorsement some endorsement craziness at the Olympics too. I don't know if you guys remember this, but he was, he didn't want Reebok to be showing up as a brand name on his, uh, what he was wearing. So he draped an American flag over himself. Died it. Oh yeah. Reebok. He's Mr. He Nike. Nike yeah. Guy. Yeah. He's a Nike guy. And he's not Mr. Nike. Reebok on him. 
right with a camera right. on him. So he draped an American flag over himself. <laughs> it's just like this guy's too much, man. Damn. <laughs> It's always a classy move. To I know. Right. I'll get the flat over the shit. <laughs> Reebok. Yeah, I think 90, 92, I think, was the year of the uh, if I could be like Mike Gatorade commercial, too. Yep, definitely. If I could be like Mike. Yeah, it was right around Dream, dream Team time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just pissed because uh, when, when they beat uh, the Suns for their third NBA title, because yeah. I was a Barkley guy. Right. I love Charles Barkley. So did my brother. He was huge, huge Barkley fan. Yeah. I was pissed. I wanted Charles to win a ring. And I, I was the only person in the room that was rooting for the Suns. You know, everybody else wanted Jordan and the Bulls to win again. <laughs> right. You know, I remember there was one instance where uh, Barkley was up at the free throw line in that one of those finals games. And they're like, oh, no, he's going to miss it. He's going to he's going to choke it. I was like. God, would you, would you guys like throw Barkley a bone here? You know, <laughs> like for Christ's sake, he did. Jordan just got done winning back-to-back titles. You know, right? Yeah, it's like how much more do you need, man? I know. And he ended up getting six. That's today's standards. That's a that's amazing. I mean, that that's ridiculous. Six championships is pretty crazy. And yeah. and you don't know would it have been more. And it if he wouldn't, would if he wouldn't more. have retired right. there in the middle of it, yeah, you don't yeah, know. He could, have, he could have hung around in '98, but they, the team at the time, would not promise to keep Scottie Pippen around. So Jordan said, "Then okay, if you're not going to make that promise, I'm out. See ya." Yeah. So that was really, really dumb on the Bulls' part not not to give Pippen a promise at least you know for a couple of more seasons, just to see you know where this thing could have gone. Yeah. And yeah, I think it could have resulted in more championships being won by the Bulls. It's a good chance, sure. And. And two, what if, you know, what if he wouldn't have retired in 93? You know, I. Right. What if his dad hadn't died? What if he never went to play baseball? I don't know. One more of them, too. Yeah, I don't know. Houston ended up winning those two years. But, you know, yeah, the Bulls could have won a couple of those or maybe, you know, at least one of those. Because Houston was pretty good, you know. Yes, they were. Yeah, absolutely. You you can't dismiss Houston's chances just because Jordan would have been playing, but. Oh, I know. You know. Hakeem Elijah went back then, which was just amazing. I uh, Thanksgiving memory, by the way, and Craig will remember this because I th- believe he was over at my house for Thanksgiving dinner that year. But we, we all went around the table to say what we were thankful for. And <laughs> one of my sons said he was thankful for Hakeem Olajuwon. He just <laughs> we couldn't th- couldn't think anything to be thankful of. <laughs> uh, I'm like, nothing's gonna beat that now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I keep has been retired from the NBA for years. He's, uh, oh yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon, former Rockets superstar Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> That's what I'm thankful for. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, one of my favorite parts of the documentary too with Jordan was the colossal feud he had for years there with the Pistons in the late eighties. That was, Oh God. That might've been my favorite part of the whole documentary was the, the rivalry with the Detroit Pistons, the bad boy Pistons. Yeah. The Jordan rules. They came out with the Jordan rules. Yep. Uh, And it was a basically a way to play Michael Jordan, which was essentially to be physical with him and rough him the fuck up every time he beat the score. Yeah. Beat the shit out of him. Which that was, um, as a, as a player of Bill Lambeer's combat basketball back in the day, that was my, that's right. My interest was. <laughs> I remember Mike, that. Michael game. hated Lambeer. Oh my God. And Lambeer equally hated Mike. Everybody outside of Detroit hated Bill Lambeer, I think. Yeah, I think so too. No doubt about it. Larry Bird hated him. Barkley hated oh, him. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. But Lambeer had some special hatred for Jordan, for sure. Yeah, it was tough because those guys, those guys eliminated the Bulls. What was it, three years in a row? I think. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, they could not get, couldn't get past the Detroit Pistons. Yep. And then, uh, and then they finally did there in '91. They did, and do you remember what the Pistons did? Yes, they walked off the court. So pathetic. That was, yes, they did. I, there was they like a couple of seconds court, left. To shake hands, they put oh, their after. heads down, basically. Wouldn't look up and they just walked off. Shame, really, really crazy. 
just a shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were they were a terrific basketball team, but they were jerks. Oh, they were assholes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like if they're not going to win, don't expect anything else great from them because right. it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, after they were able to get past Detroit in the postseason, it was championship after championship. Then. Yep. Jordan also people forget it. it or maybe they don't, how dominant he was. I mean, he led the league in scoring basically every year that he played. Every year he was healthy and playing, and he wasn't a Washington Wizard. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But he was. <laughs> uh, he led the league in scoring, I think, nine times in a row, which is just absurd. Wow. Just nuts. It's Yeah, it's the LeBron James type thing where you could theoretically give him the MVP award every year, every year, if you wanted to, and it would be kind of justified. Yep. It would be okay. Totally agree. And there was a lot of talk about that back then. You know, it's like, wait a minute, how's Barkley getting it this year? How is Carl Malone getting it this year? Yeah. You know, when I have to give it to Jordan and it's like, you know, you can't give it to the same guy every year. It just yeah, doesn't work like right. that. Right. Right. People are going to really start getting sick to this fucker. If he's winning MVP every season. <laughs> Gotta give it to somebody else. But let's talk Wizards. So Jordan retires in 98, and uh, yep. he's done being a bull. And then he comes back, I believe it's 01. 01, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Comes back and plays for the Washington Wizards, the team he has invested some money in. I was going to say, because uh, he bought a chunk of them, didn't he? He bought a chunk of the team. Yeah, and, right. Yep, and then he came back and played for the Washington Wizards. He, he was okay. He was pretty good. It's just he was way past his prime at this point. He couldn't do the things athletically, obviously, that he used to be able to do. Um, and I don't think his, com his, his teammates didn't necessarily match him in competitiveness. And I think that was a big part of you know, the Wizards' problems back then, too. I think Jordan expected more from them and just wasn't getting it. Yeah, yeah it was like, that's what was the funny part about it, is like, yeah. he bought part of this team, and then he's and then he's expecting them to, like, I don't know, like, bust their asses and everything. Right, right. Just because he bought them. And then yeah. he's like, all right, fine. You're not going to do it. Here, give me a jersey. <laughs> right. Do it myself. I'll, just, I'll, I'll like come in and show you how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doubling down on his investment or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't bad. I mean, he was, I think his first season with the Wizards, it was 22 a game. His last year with the Wizards, second last, it was 19 a game. And he played pretty good. He played pretty well. But like I said, he was just way past his prime. Yeah. He was done. Still entertaining, but he was done. Yeah. And it was just weird. And once again, it was confusing. Uh, because all of a sudden Jordan's wearing a wizard uniform. So it was just weird. Yeah. It was yeah. like seeing him with that White Sox minor league uniform. It was just strange. Ah, uh, let me see here. I kind of liken it to uh, how uh, Packers fans must have felt with the whole uh, oh, God, yeah. Favre thing. Yes. Yeah. Seeing Favre in a different uniform was bizarre, too. Yeah. Playing for the Vikings at that. Uh-huh. That yeah. was what made it worse, is that it was the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The Jets, it was like, oh, yeah, that's weird, but, you know. But the Vikings, that yeah. was really weird because that's a rival. That's a kind of, yeah, that's a divisional rival thing. Yeah. 22.9 in his first season with in Washington, Washington yeah. and then uh, 20 even. So those are good numbers. Per I mean, game those, for how old yeah. he was, yeah. For how old he was, those are good numbers. He yeah. was 38 and 39 years old. Yeah. And he was still putting up around seven assists and seven rebounds a game. So, I mean, he was still putting up good numbers. And he hadn't played in a few years. Right, exactly. He had taken time off. I feel like that's better than I do at any age. <laughs> <laughs> Play, playing against high schoolers, yeah. I don't know that I could put up those numbers against toddlers. <laughs> I mean, <that's, laughs> those are big-time numbers, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... It's hard to think that, uh, I mean, LeBron, LeBron has kind of maybe come, I don't know, kind of close maybe with the cultural thing. He's different than Michael was. True. It is. It's a different type thing. Different yeah. time too with social media and everything. Uh -huh. Right. It seems like attention is just generally more, more fractured too. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. People are a little savvier about professional athletes 
than they right. were 30 years ago too. Yeah, I think I think maybe the the last big basketball star was probably Shaq. Shaq was I mean, huge in every possible way. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that you could probably most comparatively um to the Jordan phenomenon. And he had a lot of endorsements too. And LeBron does too. LeBron's got tons of fucking endorsements yeah. now. But but we're just living in a different world with the internet. Now. Yeah. It's just so different now. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't do anything and have it not seen in five minutes on the internet now. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, the other yeah. night, the Real Lakers, time, Lakers were playing and they were celebrating a play or something. And uh, Lakers star Anthony Davis pretended to roll up a blunt and fire it up and gave it to LeBron. Braun who pretended to smoke it and stuff and that was all over the internet within hours wow. it was yeah. everywhere it was funny yeah could you imagine yet yeah, like like 30 years ago imagine two nba guys doing that 30 years ago <laughs> like that would have been it would have been like controversial man because like yeah, what been. And yeah nba players pr- pretending to smoke pot what right it, you know? it would have been a big <laughs> fucking deal it would have right. been yeah. People would have made a huge deal out of it. You're right. Like air quotes pretending. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, you think about the way entertainment has changed in the past 30 years with stuff like that. You know, if if anybody oh, yeah. ever smoked pot on like a a comedy show or anything like that, it was they were gonna get taught a lesson. True. You know? Yeah. 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 It wasn't well, you know, it wasn't like oh, that, they're stoned. Back, ha ha ha. Exactly. Right. You know, and back to that OJ thing, it's uh, you know, when you think about that, when I first heard those 911 tapes of Nicole calling the police and OJ, you know, screaming at her in profanity and pounding on the doors. Door. And, yeah. It's like I turned to my brother and I'm like, I've never heard these tapes. Have you ever heard this? And he's like, no. And you just didn't hear shit like that when it happened. You know, if it was in the news, it was going to be in the news for maybe one day. After that, it wasn't going to be covered by anybody. And you sure as hell weren't going to see clips of it on, on, on anything. No. Right. So, you know, hearing those tapes for me of OJ was, wow. Or was like, like the guy sounds like a monster. You'd see something about it, like on the cover of the Inquirer or something like that. Yes. And, and you'd laugh at as far it. As it would, and you'd laugh at it. Yeah. And dismiss it as, okay, it's, it's the Inquirer. It's bullshit. Right. But now, good Lord. Yeah. If the, if the OJ thing happened now and a 911 call like that was released it'd be all over the place people would be listening yeah. to that everywhere yeah yeah and going holy shit oj's crazy <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with juice <laughs> yeah it, it, it is it's weird it's just yeah it's different a time world, man different time i feel old now <laughs> <laughs> oh poor michael phelps can't even go you know smoke some weed if he wants to at a fucking party <laughs> poor guy <laughs> the fuck alone. That was all over the internet. Well, in minutes. Right. Well, you got all these idiots like, oh my God, performance enhancing. It's like, well, you've obviously never smoked weed in your entire life. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a performance enhancing drug, my ass. I remember during that time feeling actually sorry for Michael Phelps. I was like, this is getting ridiculous, man. Yeah. It's, getting, it's just getting silly. You know, we're filming everyone with our fucking phones and then posting it. It's just getting crazy. Well, I mean, and you compound the fact that, well, you know, weed should not be illegal anymore. So pretty much in this day and age, it's like chastising him for having a glass of wine or some bullshit. That's the way it is. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And I think most people do now. Yeah. I mean, the main thing I wanted to cover was just what an ass the guy was. And and I still love him. I'm still a Jordan guy. I still love Michael Jordan. But but he's an ass. If you watch The Last Dance, you see that. When, yeah, even when I hated him, you know, back in the '90s and everything, never once would I deny what a great player he was. You'd just <laughs> yeah, be a fool. Yeah. You couldn't deny that, no. right? I mean, the guy would shoot free throws with his eyes closed. I mean, those kind of things really happen. There's video footage of it. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what if you miss that? <laughs> yeah, Holy no. shit! It's not as cool then. <laughs> Which is not as right. cool at all. <laughs> 
Well, all right then. I guess that is our Michael Jordan episode. Uh, thanks for joining us here today on those 80s Kids Remember. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Like us. We are at, well, I, I haven't checked it today, so we might have surpassed the 3,000 um, follower mark. All right. Woo! Uh, which is just completely awesome. Thank each and every one of you uh, for uh, following us and and listening to us, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we think it's you're awesome, the absolutely. awesomest um, that you keep can listening. get in people. And yeah, absolutely, keep listening. Share those '80s kids remember with your friends, your family, your enemies, strangers on the street. We appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you know, we'll take everybody. Um, absolutely, so keep them coming. Uh, we are on Patreon, so if you'd like to, you know, throw us a bone every now and then, just get on over to Patreon, those 80s kids. Um, look for us there. Um, for as little as $5 a month, you can have access to our 80s kids extra afterthoughts with Craig and Brian. Definitely mm -hmm. check that out. Uh, we are on Twitter uh, at those 80s kids, so follow us there as well, and you can, of course, Download us on your favorite uh, streaming platform, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Audible, anywhere that you download and listen to podcasts, those 80s kids remember uh, is there. Hello. So thank you for joining us today for those 80s kids remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Ryan Lundberg, Craig Dillon, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Atokada. Third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com. All rights reserved 2021.